If you've been listening to the show, or if you're just a living, breathing person in the 21st century, odds are that you're a perfectionist. But did you know that there are three different types of perfectionism? After working with perfectionists for the past two years and being one myself for uh, longer than that, I would have to be an ostrich with my head stuck deep in the sand to not realize that there are different styles of perfectionism, each one with their own self-sabotaging patterns. To find out which perfectionist type you are, plus learn helpful next steps that will get you out of those patterns of self-destruction, take the free quiz by following the link in the show notes or by going to lifecoachbaker.com forward slash quiz. Now on to the episode. If 80% of our time is devoted to things that we think should be giving us happiness, then 80% of our time should be happiness. But a lot of us are spending 80% time on fluff shit. 80% of time doing random tasks that we think need to happen in order for us to be happy. Welcome to the Life Coach Baker podcast. I'm Nicole Baker, life coach for perfectionists who want to set goals and actually follow through with them. I went to my first personal development seminar at the age of one. Yes, I was quite literally born into this industry. But by 15, I started to implement this mindset mumbo jumbo I'd heard so much about and it worked. As a recovering perfectionist myself, I've been able to set goals that are way out of my comfort zone and achieve them by doing things imperfectly, without self-judgment and without the fear of their opinions. And now I help others to do the same. So if you are capital D done feeling like a hostage to this a-hole called perfectionism, then this show is for you. My goal is for you to leave each episode with tactical action steps that you can start to implement in your life now. I may be in my 20s. I may have the voice of a sassier Cinderella, but I've been doing this personal development-ish since I was a toddler. So let's dive in. What is up, my sweet friends? Welcome back to another episode of the Life Coach Baker podcast. Um, today we're talking all about this idea of what is too busy. And here's what I mean by that. A lot of the times as go, go, go types of people, which is not just perfectionists, but perfectionists tend to lean into that tendency. When we are so go, 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 especially living in the 21st century where everything's a thousand miles a minute, it's really easy to play the I'm busier than everyone else game or you know what this is what really has started to I'll call it a pet peeve I've started to call like just really getting this pet peeve of whenever you ask someone like oh how are you doing they're like good I'm busy you know I'm good I'm busy I'm really busy and I'm just like why is everyone so gosh darn busy and feeling so goddamn proud of it why and I started doing this deep dive and I actually have been curious about this topic ever since literal college and I'll give an example of why that is for uh in just a few minutes but I I think that it's really important to lean out of the I'm too busy badge because a lot of the times when we're living in that oh I'm so proud of myself for being so busy and oh my god they're also busy that means I have to be busier we can lead ourselves straight into burnout we can lead ourselves into stress disease anxiety oh my god so many different things that are quite frankly not helpful and yet we have decided 
And we've bought into this myth as a society that we are only worthy if we're busy. And so what that's resulted in is a lot of us filling our to-do lists or filling our days with crap that doesn't matter or that we think matters in the long run, but it really doesn't. And a lot of the times it means we're putting ourselves, our nourishment, our sanity on the back burner and putting all this, I must do everything for everyone else. I must do everything to make sure I'm the best at what I do. Um so on and so forth first. And it leads to just so much chicken with our head cut off days and running around trying to do everything. And it's just, it's exhausting. I wanted to take an episode to just devote to this myth, this this lie that we've bought into and started believing is capital T truth. But before we dive in, I want to do some quick segments. Number one, how did I get in my own way this week? Again, we talk about this because I am so freaking sick of the everything's perfect everything's amazing I am such a perfect person and I just like with social media with um looking up to our role models with all the stuff it's so easy to see like all their perfection and not their imperfections so I like to include this in every episode because quite frankly no one's fucking perfect and definitely not (laughs) coaches definitely not mentors definitely not people or this like personal development gurus or whatever. They're, no one's perfect. And I like the idea of pulling back the curtain because everyone's a human at the core of it. And so how did I get in my own way this week really boils down to I'm learning how to be a full-time business owner right now, which is the biggest gift. And I guarantee you there's a way I got in my own way with it. Um, but if you guys didn't know, I actually quit my part-time job um, a little over two months ago by the time this episode comes out. And it's been a whirlwind. It's been so exciting. There's been so many different things coming up. I totally booked out my one-on-one coaching program. I do have a wait list though, just so you know. So the people who are on my wait list do get the first availability when those spots do open up. So if you are interested in coaching with me, you can sign up for a free discovery call where we can talk about what the wait list looks like. I do have spots opening up in the middle and the end of August. So just so you guys know. But I, I booked out my coaching program, which is a huge blessing and something I've been working towards for a long time. And it's filled with incredible people who I love. And I also started doing a few other side projects and starting a few things that will um, lead to more things down the line. I can't really divulge into entirely what those are yet. I will. But basically, life just blew up. And here I am saying, I'm so busy. <laughs> like, God damn it. And that's how I freaking got in my own way. I said yes to too many things and I forgot about my downtime. I forgot like, oh, I became a full-time business owner to have freedom and I felt really controlled by my calendar. And so in these past few weeks, I've been really focusing on, okay, taking a day off or planning a random spa day that I can just go and totally lavish myself or having a um, afternoon where I end at two rather than 530. Like having these days where I take time off and away from work to slow down. We've talked about this a lot in the show um, and especially recently, but having this time really to step back and slow down. Again, I say this, I think I say this quote every episode, but Life is the art of learning how to speed up and when to slow down. And 
finding this whole new transition of my career of being your own boss is really interesting and you have so many of these beautiful goals and ways you want to move forward and you do but it also is a good thing to remember that you can't always have your foot on the gas and so I really got in my own way by by saying yes to too many things and getting into the oh my god I'm so busy so that means I always must be stressed mindset and I was like whoa we do not subscribe to this behavior anymore and I'm going to talk about this later in the episode, but I I started doing consistent check-ins. What's working? What's not working? Leaning more into what's working, trying something different for what's not working. So that means switching up my schedule. That means um, switching up what time I wake up in the morning or what time I start work in the morning and or what time I finish or what time I um, have dinner. I mean, like these like little random things that you don't really think about, but I realized that some things weren't working and I was like, okay. Put those away. Let's try something different. And it really helps. So I want to urge you, anyone who's listening, who's like feeling that weight, feeling that urgency of everything, ask yourself, do a little calendar audit from the last two weeks and just go through each task and say, was this helping? Was this not working? If it was helping, great. How can I continue it on? How can I do more of it if you want to? Or how can I make sure that this stays as is? And anything that's not working, ask yourself, okay, is there a different way to go about this? So for instance, if maybe you're a new business owner and something that's not working is figuring out, I don't know, your business bank account or something financial side of it. And you're like, oh my God, there's so many numbers. Oh my God, there's so many fancy words. I don't know what's going on. Is there a different way to go about it than just doubling down on it? Probably meet with a financial advisor, go to your local bank and talk about what it's like to open up a business bank account. Google, what do I need to open up a business bank account? Different things like stop burying your own self into the ground and ask for help. Go to Google, go to an expert in the field and just talk to them and just ask them questions. It really, really helps. So I urge you to get out of the box and start thinking about ways that you can get the outcome you're wanting without killing yourself, without diving your head into the ground. So that's how I got in my own way. However, a a goal that I am so excited to get to celebrate is that actually by the time this episode airs, I will have just gotten back from Southern Colorado, going on a wonderful vacation with my fiance's family and relaxing in the mountains and just really recentering and I'm so excited um doing hot springs and just all these really fun things and taking that much needed break and I feel like breaks are well 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 deserving of celebration because a lot of the times perfectionists we can look at breaks as um detours or we can look at breaks as pauses or we can look at breaks as this like standstill or even the step back and I would really strongly urge you to look at breaks as something very differently and in fact the polar opposite. Breaks are a step forward. Breaks are growth. Breaks are progress. Breaks are you taking moves forward because if you just viewed them as taking a step back, we would never take breaks. Hmm, I wonder why perfectionists don't take breaks very often. But having this grace to celebrate, to enjoy, to be present during these moments and to really view it as I'm moving forward. This is me moving forward just as much as reaching out to a potential collaborator or pitching to a new client on um, Instagram or on a podcast or whatever. Like 
there's so many ways to move forward and rest and taking breaks. Maybe I need to rephrase breaks because that does sound like you're taking a pause, but taking a vacation is one way that you are moving forward. So I really urge you to reframe that. And it's something that I'm very grateful that I've done. And sometimes I do need to remind myself about it because we're human and we fall back into old patterns very easily. Thank you, brain. But reminding yourself of that is so, so crucial. So take that little piece of nugget for you. But let's dive into the meat of today's episode about the too busy badge, if you will. I actually heard a quote, it was from Marie Forleo not too long ago, that said, success isn't a race where the busiest and most stressed out person wins. I'm going to say that again because I have a feeling some people need that to really sink in. Success is not a race where the busiest and most stressed out person wins. That's my brain blowing up. I'll give an example of this in my own life. I was um, at a school where we were, it it literally was called, like the acronym was OCU, and we actually called it Overcommitted University because everyone said yes to everything, and it was glorified. It was like, if you said yes to everything, you were such a worthy performer, such a good student, and it created a lot of burnout, and it created a lot of students working way beyond what their brain probably needed. And a lot of people got sick really often. And by the way, this is not just my school. There's so many schools, especially in the creative arts world. And it it was really hard. And we would constantly be talking to fellow classmates. And there was already like an element of comparison with a lot of people, um, you know, performing arts school. Um, But when you're talking to someone and they're saying, well, I'm really busy. I did three hours in the practice room. I did two hours at the gym. I did four dance classes. I did three hours of music theory and like all these like all these different things where where it's just kind of like a, here's all the things that I did and it's it's a long list and it created this and I, I know I'm not alone I've actually talked to a lot of fellow students here um and not just from this program from many others and it's it, it developed this idea that if I'm not constantly working then I clearly don't want it bad enough and if I clearly don't want it bad enough what's the point am I even worthy and you can obviously see immediately how detrimental that was. And it took me a while after graduating um, to get out of that mindset. I definitely, when I started working on really implementing personal development in my junior year, which if you don't know my story, I was actually told that I would not be able to graduate from this program because I had a, for lack of a better word, abusive um, voice teacher who really said things that, that I took as truth and it destroyed my confidence. And Um, eventually after moving to a different voice studio, my teacher sat me down and said, your confidence is just destroying you. And because of that, we're not able to have you at the levels that you need to graduate. You need to leave this program. And I basically told him, um, watch me, (laughs) like watch me try. And I called my parents who, um, like I say in the intro, every time, every episode were, very immersed in the personal development world and I had grown up in this language but I never implemented it and I started actually implementing these exercises and really taking them to heart and and started really fully embracing them and I I say this with no honestly no drama my whole life changed and 
when I started implementing that, I started putting a lot more emphasis on my own self-worth and not needing to be busier and putting my worth in my busyness and showing that to others. Does that make sense? I hope that, I hope you guys are smelling what I'm stepping in, but the consequences of this way of thinking are massive amounts of burnout, anxiety, pressure. We talked about this in the rest episode. If we're constantly living in a state of stress, we're releasing that cortisol in our in our bodies constantly and which affects our digestion and affects our immune system. I mentioned in that episode, I got sick constantly in college because I was constantly living in stress mode. It also can lead to that all or nothing thinking, which is why perfectionists, all or nothing thinking, too busy syndrome, um, anti-rest, stress, all that kind of encompasses in one um, little loop. But it really can, it just, it hurts our health, not only our mental health, but our physical health. And both are rather important, I must say. So I think we can all agree that this idea of who's busier than who, or I need to be so busy and that makes me successful, is utter bullshit. I, I hope we can all agree with it. I'm I'm, I'm almost hurt and upset and I want to, one of my life missions is to debunk this idea that in order to be worthy, you have to be constantly busy and stressful or stressed out. And I, I, I just, I, I could go on a rant about it. I won't. But one of the things I really want you all to get out of this episode is to start noticing in your life where it is you feel like you need to be busy in order to be worthy. Where in life do you need to be busy in order to be worthy? Now we're going to debunk that belief in a second, but I want you to even pause this episode or even start thinking about what are some ways that I do that? So for instance, in mine, an old pattern of mine would have been in my work, in my business. If I'm not constantly working on something from the hours of eight to six, then what's the point? Am I even worthy? Am I even trying hard enough? And sometimes 6 p.m. became 9 p.m. And it was exhausting. It was leading me straight to burnout and I couldn't, I couldn't quite frankly do it any longer. So starting to readjust those expectations. And I did that by looking at, like we were saying at the beginning of the episode, what works and what doesn't. And it turns out when I was in that model, a whole lot wasn't working. A whole lot was just extra work that I was putting on myself because I felt like I needed to be busy. When in actuality, I could either automate it, delegate it, or not do it at all. And everything was fine. There's this thing called the 80-20 rule. And you can apply this to everything, to business, to health, to mindset, to calendar, to art. I don't know. There's so much stuff you can apply this to. But for the sake of today, I want to apply it to our schedules. And a lot of us are spending 80% of our time doing things that give us less than 20% of happiness. Meaning a lot of us think we're doing something that will give us 80% of happiness. Stay with me here. We're thinking that if 80% of our time is devoted to things that we think should be giving us happiness, then 80% of our time should be happiness. But a lot of us are spending 80% time on fluff shit. 80% of time doing random tasks that we think need to happen in order for us to be happy. It's that whole if then, if I do this, then I will be happy. When in actuality, only about 20% or honestly even less of the things that we do in our week or our day give us fulfillment. 20%, that kills me. So one of the things that I really highly recommend doing is looking through your calendar, looking through your to-do list, looking through your past 
month or six months. I literally did with this with a client the other day. Looking through your past X amount of time, the longer, the better, the more data you have and asking yourself, did this bring me joy? And if it did, great, keep it, keep what works, change what doesn't. It's, it's honestly such an easy rule to live by that a lot of us don't do. And so the goal here obviously is to have 80% or more of your day devoted to things that give you 80% joy and fulfillment. That's why a lot of people who start their own business, yes, it's stressful. Yes, it's fucking hard, but it gives us a lot more joy and fulfillment because we're spending so much time doing things that make us happy. Now, I'm not saying that if you're a nine to five, you're screwed. A lot of people have nine to fives that they love and that's great. And a lot of people have nine to fives that they hate, which obviously needs some adjustment. So taking stock. If this episode's resonating with you, you might be a great fit for my one-on-one coaching program. I help perfectionists get clear on what it is they really want, set goals that will help them get there, and actually follow through and achieve them. If you'd like more information about my program, email me at hello at lifecoachbaker.com to set up your free discovery call. Now, back to the episode. I want to take a moment at the end of this episode to talk about three things that can help overcome this I need to be busy way of thinking. I need to be busy. And I'm going to take this from my own experience because obviously I know that the best and I've seen this over and over again with my clients and we've applied these types of exercises. But I also want to say that this was my experience and yours might be different and that's okay. Personal development is personal here. If you are catching yourself in this I need to be busy in order to be worthy way of thinking, I really urge you to try at least one of these and see what happens. So number one, I stop believing that my productivity equals my worth. I made a really powerful decision to stop subscribing to that way of thinking anymore. Now, a lot of the times when we rewrite a belief or when we want to believe in something different, we need to change it with something empowering. I've noticed this with a lot of people who right before they come become my clients, they're like, well, I know that this is my limiting belief and I just don't know why it won't change. And I ask them, did you switch it? Did you put in place something that's more empowering that is actually something you want to believe or something you want to believe is truth? And they say, no, no, I didn't. And if we don't put something new in place, we will immediately fall back to the old habit because if there's just a random hole in there, our brain wants to fill it and it'll fill it with what it knows. So instead of believing that my productivity equaled my worth, I started listing out all the reasons that I'm already worthy. And I had a lot. Some of them I didn't think about and some of them I didn't realize until I put pen to paper. We forget a lot of the times the reasons that we're worthy because we're constantly looking at the reasons that we're not. That should go on a t-shirt. But I started really diving into all the reasons that I'm worthy and I started creating new beliefs around my worthiness being just who I am as a living, breathing, heart-beating person. And it took a while, but it took enough powerful conditioning Notice the word powerful in there, by the way. When we just say, I'm worthy, I'm worthy, I'm worthy, I'm worthy, I'm worthy, I'm worthy. It doesn't do shit. You have to like put your body into it. Again, I have a whole podcast episode devoted to affirmations and why they don't work. Listen to that if you want to deep dive on why our body language is so important when it comes to 
our new beliefs and our new affirmations. There you go. Um, Number two, I leaned into what I loved and leaned out of what I thought I should be. In school, I believed that I needed to be this crazy productivity monster. I believed that I should be this nonstop working machine. And when I believed that I should be a certain way, I needed to embody every single second of that every single day. I went into really all or nothing thinking here. There was no in between. We did a whole episode devoted to all or nothing thinking last week. It was pretty good, if I say so myself. And I leaned into more of what I loved. I started asking myself, what actually brings me joy? What actually makes me happy? And when I started doing that, not only did I start leaning away from all the things, feeling like I constantly needed to be doing a million different tasks, I got really specific on the tasks that I wanted to do during the day. And normally those tasks that I wanted to do during the day were really pointed towards my goals. And they're still, this is still how I function. This is still how I work. I cut out all the fluff stuff and I get really specific. Now, this is a perfect example of working smarter, not harder. Because when we're working hard, we're trying to do everything. And we can't do everything. Overachievers, I know you think you're superheroes, but seriously, we, we, we need to buy into this idea that maybe I can't do everything, but I can do these few things really fucking good and it feels really good to do them and I actually celebrate myself and I actually start believing my own worth when I am really leaning into what I love. And so this honestly went simultaneously with doing the limiting belief with work, with doing the mindset work. And a lot of my clients, when they start working with me, they think that they just need to change their strategy of their schedule or their strategy of their business or the strategy of their mindset or whatever. And it's like, well, no, a lot of the times, yes, strategy is really important and strategy is really great. But if you're coming at that strategy with a mindset that's so low in energy and a belief system that's telling you that you suck, you suck, you suck, you can take that strategy and plummet into the ground. So rather, I work with people on building up their mindset and building up their limiting beliefs into empowering beliefs and taking strategy from there. And that's where magic shit happens. So that really went simultaneously with leaning into what I love. I started doing the limiting belief work to learn why I believed I wasn't worthy of what I loved. Hear that again. We believe so often that we are not worthy of what we love or what we want. And so I went into the limiting belief work around why I believed I wasn't worthy, which is total bullshit. Everyone is worthy of everything, like, which sounds like such a blanket statement, but it's true. We're all so worthy of what we love. We're all so worthy of what we want, um, both giving and receiving. I mean, just like, God, I'll do a whole podcast episode on that someday. But this work really goes hand in hand together. If you are wanting some assistance with that, hit me up. I do free 30-minute discovery calls. Like I said, right now I have a wait list for my program. That does not mean I have a wait list for these discovery calls. I take two of them a week typically. So hit me up if you want one of those. They're so helpful. Even if you don't sign with me as a client, you get 30 minutes of coaching. That's a pretty sweet deal. And then last but not least, I do consistent check-ins to see what works and what doesn't. Do you sense a theme here? (laughs) We cannot just change our strategy and expect it to take us to the stratosphere. 
more often than not, we have to do check-ins. We have to figure out, okay, like maybe that worked, maybe that didn't. Ooh, that definitely did not work. And it made me really upset and really in a negative headspace. Okay, let's try this approach next week. And giving yourself the, the gentle curiosity, the non-judgment observer, looking at your schedule and seeing what works and seeing what doesn't. Because more often than not, if we are cramming our days with things that we're way too overwhelmed to take on, if we're trying to feel that busy game and that like I'm going to be successful if I fill every single second of every single day, that strategy does not work. Find a different approach. This is why I think coaching, having a mentor, having someone to ask you questions is so important here because it's really hard for us to break out of this pattern because our brain views this as survival. Our brain views this as the way. And when you have people to ask you questions to ignite a different way of thinking, it's really helpful. So shameless plug, it does not even have to be me, but just find someone who you connect with. If you connect with this podcast, you might connect really well with me as a client. But also find someone, ask for help. It is so incredible, the magic that happens when we ask for help. I hope this episode was helpful. If anything, if you take anything away from this episode, let it be this. Plaster that freaking quote on a wall or on your forehead or on your hand or your desk. Somewhere where you'll see it because honestly, that just like sunk straight into my soul. I thought it was such a good quote. Again, this is it. Success is not a race where the busiest and most stressed out person wins. It's by Marie Forleo. And holy crap, it just, ooh, ooh, it's good. But I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. If you have not already, taken 30 seconds, honestly, probably less. It takes like five seconds to scroll down to the bottom of the page and rate the podcast. Obviously, you can rate it whatever. You are a human being with human rights. But if you wanted to rate it five stars, I would be very grateful. And also, if you have two extra seconds, writing a little review. I will read reviews on the show and you get a little chance to have your name and your review shouted out on the podcast. It really, it helps the show so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for everyone who's done it already and who everyone who's going to do it right now because it makes me very happy and it really helps more people find the show, which is ultimately the goal of having this podcast every week. And if you're like, you know what, Nicole, I like you. I really want to go the extra mile. Share it with a friend. Share it on social media and tag me. I am at Life Coach Baker. I would love to reshare it. Scream your name from the rooftops of how much I love you. I am 90% kidding. But above all, I hope you guys have an incredible day and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Life Coach Baker podcast. Don't forget to go take the free quiz and find out what perfectionist type you are by visiting the link in the show notes or by going to lifecoachbaker.com forward slash quiz. Also, take a moment to rate the podcast and write a review. It is the best way to get the word out there. Plus, you'll get the chance of having your review read on the show. Until next time, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.